What is up, guys? Welcome to a new podcast of Let's Just Talk. Um, um, I promised you guys that I was going to give you a, um, an episode today. Um, I'm probably not going to get another episode out until Sunday. We'll see how that goes. I do start work tomorrow, um, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to post. Well, we'll see throughout the the days in the week um, if I'm able to post anything or if I'm able to get anything out. <clears throat> and hopefully it's not a spare of the moment type of thing. Um, but today I want to talk about something um, that's really important, and that is Juice World. Um, for those of you who don't know, Juice World had passed away back in 2019. Um, he was 21 years old. Um, he was an up-and-coming artist. Um, he he's the one who dropped the Lucid Dreams, um, and it's become a well a well-renowned hit. Anyways, uh, if you don't know how Juice World passed away, if you're not a fan of Juice World's work or anything like that, I again recommend you checking it out. Um, Juice World passed away due to an addiction um, with uh, pills. It was off of Xanax and Percocets and stuff like that. He had an addiction to uh, these pills that may or may not be prescribed to him. I'm not sure. Um, but he did have an addiction, a really bad one at that. And, um, anyways, um, his addiction led to his death, um, untimely death at that, at the age of 21. Like I, like I said, two years ago, he passed away. It's actually December 8th, the same day that John Lennon, Lennon died, uh, he died, which is very ironic for the most part, because if you listen to one uh, Juice World's first uh, album, Goodbye and Goodbye and Good Riddance, uh, he made a, a sly reference to John Lennon. He was saying that pretty much that um, he wants to die just like John, John Lennon. Um, so I guess he got his his wish. Um, anyways, Juice World, he talks about depression, anxiety. Uh, addiction and if uh, for those who don't know anxiety and depression are looped into one thing anxiety is depression it's a form of depression people don't talk about it um but he talks about it openly in his records about all these problems he talks about how sometimes when he takes pills it's a good time and sometimes when he takes pills it's a bad time and it's the worst in his life and a lot of times when he takes the pills it's, a, it's like it's the worst of his life like it's the worst part of his life um, he takes it just to numb the pain or to get over, uh, whatever is bothering him or uh, bothering him or keeping him depressed. <clears throat> Anyways, <clears throat> um, this song that was leaked before, not leaked. I want to say the snippet leaked out. Um, well, it wasn't leaked out. It was more, the snippet was, uh, recorded <clears throat> and, little bits and pieces of the song kept coming out. Um, for those who know and who are, who are a solid, solid Juice World fan base, you already know the title of the song. It just recently dropped. It's Already Dead. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Already Dead was the snippet that... It's the most infamous snippet that dropped that people just love listening to. And you couldn't get enough of the snippet. And anyways... 
the song dropped recently, and I want to get into because it's going to go into the next topic I'm going to talk about um, on my next podcast, which is men's mental health. Um, but this song, just like "Wishing Well" and and "Righteous," and even "Fighting Fighting Demons," which is ironically the name of the um, next album that's coming out for Juice World. Um, which I don't recognize. I don't recognize that song being "Fighting Demons." The song on um, "Legends Never Die." It's uh, right before "Wishing Well." That song, yeah, I don't recognize it as "Fighting Demons." I recognize it as "Run Away." That's what the song has always been. Um, when it was when I was listening to it unreleased, the song has always been called um, "Run Away." Um, anyways, it's not important. What is important is those songs are eerie as all hell after his death you know this posthumous album came out then this posthumous song already dead came out um and honestly wishing well at first i thought was the song that was like damn that kind of hit at home because he did die of pills and then the label just dropped like because like i said uh like i said the song's been making surfaces around um for the past two three years now because I would say three years because the song was uh, snippeted out out back in 2018, which was when the song was recorded, um, which they have now the uh, the studio session of how he recorded the song. It was all freestyle. Um, I want to say this song already that took the cake on depressing. Like, Wishing Well, pale in comparison to Already Dead. Pale in comparison. Already Dead took the whole cake. Wishing Well just was like, oh, you know, this is my secret. You know, if I didn't take the pills, I wouldn't be here. You know, if, but if I keep stopping, if I don't, if I keep taking the pills, I, I, I know I won't be here. But if um, I don't take the pills, then I won't be here. So pretty much saying in that line that he he's really like... If he doesn't take pills to numb this pain, he's going to kill himself. Um, or maybe that his music career... You know, a lot of people... Because I watched the reaction for Wishing Well. A lot of people think thinks, uh, thinks differently. I think it's a little bit of a mixture of both. That Because he when he does do his freestyles, he do get high off of Xanax, Percocets. You know, um, these hardcore drugs. These drugs that he's addicted to. Um, the, the very drugs that led to his death, unfortunately. Um, and I saw the reaction, and a lot of reactions, people thought, and, and it's probably part of it is true, that if he didn't get high, he wouldn't be able to, uh, to make music, he wouldn't be able to perform music, he wouldn't be here as a, a celebrity. But if he keeps taking these pills, he won't be here, meaning that, it's a double-edged sword. Like, if I if, if I keep taking these pills, I'm going to die because I'm just going to keep getting addicted. I'm going to overdose on it, and one day I'm just not going to come back from my overdose. Um, and that song was eerie. Then you listen to Already Dead. And the line that got me, and that, like... I know, like, wishing well... I'm sorry, guys. Give me a second. I know there's, like, outside noises. I had the windows up for the car. 
Um, just give me one second. I'm just gonna turn off, close the window real quick because I feel like a lot of this stuff is interfering with the recording. But anyways, um, the line that really, really got me was when he said that second verse, that whole second verse, and um, I probably won't get copywritten off of doing this, but I, I wanna um. Go ahead and let me see. I'm going to try to get the song for you guys. Just give me, oh, there's my phone. Um, just give me one second, guys. Let me just grab you this song here. Um, because this song, like I said, it was eerie as hell. hell. Uh, I'm going to get you the second verse right now. I want you guys to just take a, a listen to the second verse. The, the second verse like it, it's enough it, it really was enough for um for you to be like damn like this is this is enough you know th th this shit shouldn't be happening to people like this um let me go ahead and put already dead in um boom i'm gonna go ahead and sorry guys for a second it's just the stupid commercials. Um, I'm going to go ahead and fast forward to the second verse. So just don't mind me. All right. So here we go. All right. Boom. I want to get you guys the second verse right now. This is the second verse, guys. So listen. second verse was like when I heard that I didn't know what to make of it um I, I sat back and I was like that can't be part of the song that that cannot be a part of the song that shouldn't be a part of the song he pretty much stated from the very first bar to the very last bar that he didn't feel like home. Like, no one no one understood where he was coming from. He didn't feel anywhere he went, he was safe. Could have been paranoia. I don't think it was paranoia. I think it was more of the depression got so bad that he didn't care where he ended up. And wherever he ended up didn't feel like home to him. It didn't feel comfortable for him. Um... That he's running out of drugs and hope and he don't even have a plug no more. That's a whole bar. Running running out of drugs and hope. That means he doesn't see a better day for this to go away. He doesn't see that this is just temporary. He sees it as, well, if the drugs run out 
and I'm running out of hope already, then there's really no point of existing at this point. And that's pretty much what that was. That right there, that was, that was pretty much like, yo, depression at its finest, man. That was depression at its finest. And then, um, he, you know, don't have a plug no more. That means he doesn't have anybody in his corner that he feels like can give him drugs or can give him hope to make him feel like, all right, life is worth living. Things do get better. Then he goes on to say, he says that, um, that he feels, he doesn't, uh, that he feels so alone. Um, that he's reaching, he, uh, he wants to stop reaching for the pills that one more and then he's on the floor. Like all of that, all of that, I probably got the whole bar wrong, but all of that, he was stating like, listen, I'm still numb. I'm trying to like go into rehab, get clean, but I know if I reach for one more pill I know it's going to kill me because it's already done damage to me. I know drugs already done damage to every organ in my body. So if I keep taking these pills, even if I reach for one more, maybe this one more ain't going to be my last, but eventually I'm going to keep reaching and keep reaching and reach. And that one will be the last one. And then he goes and says, what? That he says that he doesn't think he's going to live. He's going to be alive again. Meaning he doesn't believe that he's going to be reincarnated to something better. He believes once he's dead, he's dead. That's it. There's no... And I'm probably missing a whole bar after that, but before that. But I'm just getting to the key points here. He felt like as if he's not going to come back. And, or, and, and he's not going to be... Re- or if he gets reincarnated, it, it's only going gonna, gonna to be like maybe like seconds. And then he's just, you know, something's going to happen. He doesn't feel like he's going to be alive, though. That's the bottom line of it. He doesn't feel like he's going to be reincarnated. He doesn't think that he's going to be able to live a life that he's living now. He doesn't think he's going to be able to live it. He don't think that he's going to be able to enjoy his life. Take that as I took that as if he died, he doesn't believe in re- reincarnation. He's not going to be reincarnated. He's that's it. That's the end of Juice World. Like there's no coming back. There's no reincarnation of another Juice World. Um, that he's only here by popular demand. Like, that's sad. That is sad. Like, he's only here by popular... That means if he wasn't... If people didn't want him, if they didn't want Juice World, Jared Higgins, yes, that's Juice World's name, Jared Higgins, wouldn't be existing. He would have killed himself a long time ago. And he's only staying alive for the fans. Crazy. That is crazy. That means he he only he's being selfish and selfless at the same time. He's saying like I have no reason to live, but I'm going to get I'm going to stay alive because the fans want me here because I'm popular in demand. That's that's and like what really is the first question when hearing this? Cause that song can't is not a good feel like the beat is fire. Um, I can't dance to it like the other re- I, because I did watch a lot of reactors. I did uh, a lot of research on how 
different reactors feel. Some reactors, which I'm not going to give this mother ever a, a, a fucking um, attention, but this one reactor that I watch on YouTube, sitting there just laughing and trolling the fuck out of Juice World's songs and shit. Um, don't like that. I don't like when people... It's just a little rant here. Uh, I don't like when people just react to Juice World because the fan base is going to watch their videos. Like, if you know you're not a Juice World fan, then you shouldn't be reacting to Juice World because you don't, you're being a poser at that point. Now you're just doing it to get clicks and money off of Juice World and his name. You're not doing it because you, you authentically believe that this guy was a prodigy or a, a gift to the music world. You're just doing it because, oh, it's Juice World. He's going to get his clicks. Same thing with X. X is actually, his death was exploited so bad. It was it was horrible. Like It, it was just like, what the fuck? Uh, which I'll get into that rant another time about XXX and how the label handled his, uh, his death and what should have happened. <clears throat> but right now for Juice World, the label is doing the somewhat right thing. Um, before I get into the actual depression part of it, the label is doing the what it seems like to be the right thing. They're not putting out like what they did with X, a bunch of music, and just trying to get it out to get it out for the fans. They're trying to space out the times of when the music comes out, which is great, but then you have fans who are looking for new music, <clears throat> and they go on YouTube and listen to unreleased songs. I personally don't listen to a lot of unreleased songs, only because some of them are not finished. Some of them are, um, what you call it? Some of them are, I already heard them. Some of them get taken down and put back up. So at that point, I just stopped listening to unreleased songs. I just like let it go. You know, certain unreleased songs I'll still look for. Certain unreleased songs I don't listen to, like Pills and the Regal and stuff like that. I don't listen to those songs um, because the simple fact is, <clears throat> it's just, I don't know, I, I, I I'd rather wait for those songs to come out and hear the official, official version of the song. But me hearing already dead. This is my reaction to it. And this is just goes into the men's mental health. Um, me hearing that song. I'm not going to lie to you. If I was the engineer. I'd cut the beat. I'd have went in there and I'd have sat there and I would have talked to him. Or I would wait for him to drop, you know, do a little verse. Wait for him to come out, replay it, and ask him, what the fuck do you mean by all this? Like, I get it. Depression, and it, it sucks. Like, I suffered from de uh, depression. Um, I got over it. I beat it. Not a lot of people, not a lot of people, people can beat depression on their own. I beat depression pretty much on my own. I didn't have, uh, I didn't, I, I've done took drugs I've done uh I've done everything really and anything um to numb my depression to numb the pain and for the most part it worked but it wasn't the right thing to do and now I I know that it's not the right thing to do um Juice World dying really took a toll on my mental.
because it 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 really showed like the person who laughs a lot, the person who who's able to like joke around and be happy and all this other stuff can be the most depressed person and and really that got me because it's just like damn like son only looked happy he was miserable as all as all hell he was miserable and nobody realized that until now like we heard little songs here and there but it was just like it wasn't as heavy as after his death all these songs are coming out. It's like, damn, like this kid was really suffering. And when hearing Already Dead, like I said, if I was the engineer, I'd ask him, what the fuck was all that? Like, do you need somebody to talk to? Do you want to talk about this? Like, I'm here for you. I'd have took down Juice World's number, called him every single day. Like, yo, bro, you good? Like, you want to come and hang out for the day? Like, you want to, like... You want to come and listen to some music? Like, what, what do you want to do? Like, you know, something, something to, something to, uh, <clears throat> to just know that he's going to be okay. Because those, that verse was not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a heavy ass song. And like I said, depression, you can, you can't, some people can't beat it. Like, a lot of men, especially, which I'm going to have eventually a friend on the, on the podcast. He's going to literally take over my podcast for the day. He's going to talk about mental uh, health because he himself is depressed. I'm depressed. We we all have had, like, depressing moments in our lives. We all have. And I pretty much beat my depression by myself. I didn't seek no... Like, everybody was telling me, like, oh, you need to sit down and talk to a therapist. You need to sit down and talk to a therapist. You need to sit down and talk to a therapist. No, I didn't need to sit down and talk to a therapist. And those are the people that will make you feel like you're crazy. The one that I tell you you need to sit down and talk to a therapist. If I'm just venting to you how I feel, it, the response shouldn't be, you need to go see a therapist. If it's too much for you to handle, just say, listen, it's too much for me to handle right now. I'm, I want to be here. I'm sorry that you're going through all of this. Right now is not the best time for me. Let me call you back in about a couple of minutes and then I'll handle you. Okay. Because you telling somebody who's depressed, oh, they need to go see therapy. It's going to make them not want to go see therapy. That makes them not want to open up to people. That makes them want to just go keep to themselves and do drugs. And that's what a lot of people do, do not understand and did not understand for a while, especially with me. I'm not a type of person that needs to sit down and talk to a therapist. I don't like therapy. I don't like the thought of therapy. If it works for some people, it works for some people. It's just not for me. I don't want to do therapy. And I didn't do therapy and I got over it. Some people can't get over it. Some people, they need to get nudged into the right direction. I had to get nudged into the right direction. I didn't, I didn't just wake up and say, you know what? Fuck all my cares and worries in the world. No, I literally had to, like, get nudged in the right direction. It took seven, eight months for me to finally, finally just be not depressed. To finally just get over it. To finally just be like, okay, you know what? Today's going to be a, a great day. And it is. I got I, I literally, a lot of things up and down happened to me. Like... 
in in anybody else's case scenario, they wouldn't know how to handle what I went through. I went from being broke to having money to splurging to being broke again. Um, and I didn't learn my lesson. I didn't learn. Like I told myself after I listen, I blew. I want to say collectively, I blew over thirteen thousand dollars. Over thirteen thousand dollars, not in one sitting, but over collectively in the last two three years, I blew over thirteen thousand dollars. That fucked me up. I had at one point. $5,000. I was getting paid from Amazon. $900 a week. Now, if I was smart, and, I, and, if, and if I saved my money, I could have had a brand new car to this day. Right now, I'd have been driving something brand new. But because I was dumb, I didn't do that. At one point, I was gifted $8,000. From Amazon. Blew through that. I blew through over $20,000. I, I, I say $13,000 because the, 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 the amount that I had for $8,000 and the $5,000, that was already $13,000 to begin with. But I blew over $20,000. That could have gotten me a brand new car. I wouldn't even be driving this car that I'm driving now. I would have been had a car. But because I was dumb... Because I was depressed, because I was reckless, I was trying to fill a hole that could not be filled. And on top of that, um, a lot of people lied to me. Um, a lot of people... I had a friend who I gave the $8,000 to to hold my money, which he did. And he did hold my money, he didn't spend it. But the problem was... Well, he did spend it, and I believe he told me no, but I believe that he took uh, some of my money and spent it on the girl that I ended up liking anyways, and she fucked me up. It was, I got Me and her now are like friends. We're not like the best of friends, but we're like we're really good uh, friends, um, and it kind of like, it kind of fucked me up. Because it, it makes you not trust people. And that's what I feel like Juice World was going through. Not like what I was going through. Probably worse. He probably had people he couldn't trust in his circle. People who he felt like wasn't his friend or wouldn't understand what he was going through. And I, I, I get that. But somebody should have stepped in and talked to him. Bibi should have watched him. I'm not blaming Bibby, but Bibby, Bibby should have watched him. Bibby should have definitely took care of Juice World because Juice World couldn't take care of Juice World. Juice World was enabled to do the things that Juice World wanted to do. Had somebody been there for Juice, Juice wouldn't have passed away. And I get it. Nobody realized like how depressed this kid was until he passed away. But it was like, damn, man. It's like, damn. His mental health, it's like, it's crazy. And it's like, you don't know what somebody's going through. You could be rich. You could have all the money in the world. 
You could live your dream job. You could do it. You know, you could never have to work a day in your life again and be rich. That doesn't mean you're going to always be happy. Rich does not equal happiness. Having money does not equal happiness. And a lot of people will tell me, oh, that's what broke people would say or whatever, whatever. No. Ask anybody who's rich if they like being rich. They'll tell you, yeah, for the financial gain, yes, absolutely. But for the for my mental health, no, I don't. People come out of the woodworks when, and Juice World, one of his unreleased songs, pretty much quote that same thing that Eminem even said. That, you know, even Drake said it too, which is weird. <clears throat> Every album, he gains another family member. Or, you know, in Juice World case, he felt like any money that came in for him, any money that he's done spent, there's a new family member that's coming up, oh, I'm a cousin, I'm this, I'm that. Like, that has to be depressing. Not to mention the the, the amount of, like, stress and paranoia he's under. But the kid was paranoid. I, I'm going to say this much. The kid was definitely paranoid. He was paranoid of living the celeb life and dying because of, well, he saw his friend Tentacion die. X died because of a... wasn't even a fan. It was just a bunch of people who knew where he, his whereabouts were and just gunned him down. That's why Juice felt paranoid. Juice also felt like with Peep's death, it hit him hard because it's like he's going through the same shit. And he's like, I don't want to end up like Peep and end up like Peep. He died of a drug overdose. And it's like crazy because it's like people believe money can fix things and money can't fix problems. Money don't fix problems. Money just creates more problems like. Biggie even made a song about it. More money, more problem. Like, it's not a joke. It creates so much attention on you. Because now, everybody wants to know how you get your source of income. If you're, not, if you're not famous and you're just rich, how are you getting your income? Where is it coming from? And you have federal agents watching you at all times. Or if not federal agents, you got people watching you at all times thinking that, you know, they could come out of the woodworks and say that they're a family member. That shit, that shit hurts. That shit is depressing. Not to mention your own personal life is falling a fucking part. Like, like, no, that shit is hard on somebody, especially somebody who's not ready for it. Juice World came into the game at the age of, I want to say, age of 19. He came into the game. He got famous in the game at the age of 19. He lasted two years because he came back. He came out in 2017. So he came out right at the cusp of X, X's death. And I'm going to admit it. I didn't like Juice World at first. Because I, always, I thought, oh, look, it's an X wannabe. But when I actually sat there and listened to Juice World, I'm like, no, nah, I really like Juice World. I really fucked with Juice World's music. And I never realized until like later on how depressed this kid was. And I was like, Somebody should have talked to him. Somebody should have really, like, sat down with him and told him everything is going to be okay, that he needs to cut this shit out. And I know there's people in his circle that probably did tell him that, but you got to enforce it in his life. Like, and the documentary is coming out next month. I am definitely 100% 
going to spend the money to go see this documentary on HBO Max. I am going to watch, understand, and dissect Juice World's life and understand where Juice World came from and what his traumas were like because the kid was traumatized and it had to have been something that happened in his life that made him traumatized. And I want to know what it is. I want to understand what it is. And I feel like the documentary is going to be the closest thing that's going to, we're going to get to that. There's supposed to be an ex uh, documentary. We have not heard a word of that yet. There, I guess they're still recording the X documentary. Um, so I can't wait for that one. But the Juice World one is definitely coming out December, I think it's 10th. Um, or something like that. Um, honestly, guys, especially men, if you guys are, if men, if you guys, men listening to my podcast, I, if, and if you're suffering, if you're depressed, if you feel like that void cannot be filled, that killing yourself is the, is the only option you feel is viable for you, it's not. Call somebody up. Talk to somebody. Because you never know. Your whole mood might just change because you talked to somebody. Just because you sat there and you spoke about your problems. I wish that Juice World was still here. I wish Juice World was still here so he could talk about his traumatic stuff that happened to him. Not just hear it in songs, but actually like hear it from his voice from his words you know his words his mouth um what articulating what happened in his life for him to be this way because it's painful to listen to juice world music and hearing that he didn't care about his life that he wanted to die that he feel like death was it is the only option for him that he doesn't want to live his life anymore. That hurts. That hurt because God or whoever you guys believe in put people here on this earth to serve a purpose. And I feel like Juice World served his purpose, but he didn't serve it to the fullest extent. But he fooled, he served it enough to where we can understand it and 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 realize what depression looks like and and have men's mental health check i i i strongly believe that men should go and get mental health checks i i strongly believe that men should be taken care of a lot better than 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 women you know when it comes on to opening up, it's harder for men to open up. So I feel like there should be a platform for where men should be able to open up. No offense to women, but men have it hard because when when men get raped, when men get abused, when men, you know, um, are depressed, it gets overlooked. Like, imagine, and like I said, this is going to go into the, the next topic the next time, um, mental, men's mental health. But imagine your girlfriend beating up on you. You're not a fighter. You're, you've never been in a fight of your life, in, in the day of your life. You're not even a confrontational person. You avoid the confrontation all your life. Your girlfriend's a very confrontational person. She's a very handsy person. 
she beats you up to the bloodiest of pulps. You know, do you call the cops. The cops are going to laugh at you. Like, okay, this little fucking 165-pound woman just beat up on you and you didn't hit her back? That's, that's going to be the question that runs through their head. You didn't call self-defense. You called us instead. Like, you're, you're like, twice her size. You have twice her strength. Why weren't you able to take her down? Why are you calling us? Like, look at Bow Wow. Bow Wow got his ass beat. Got his face scratched up like from like looked like what what, what looked like was uh, Edward Scissorhand. They both get arrested. He didn't hit her. She hit him. They both get arrested. Why? Because they couldn't tell who's the aggressor in the, the situation. That's what they're gonna pull. Oh, they don't want to protect men. Men are not protected. When when men get raped and they talk about how they they've been raped, adults. I'm not talking about like children. I'm talking about full-blown adult males get raped by a woman. Get their their identity, their dignity stripped from them by a woman. What do you think a man hearing that is going to do? The first thing they're going to do, they're not going to say, are you okay? Do you want to go, you know, go talk to somebody? You want to go to the police? No, they're going to sit there and laugh. I've seen a video where um, a, a, this guy looked like he he was a virgin, he said. And um, that was his first sexual encounter. And he 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 was innocent. He was like a very innocent person, a very, very innocent male. He's sitting in the car with his friends crying that he got raped by a woman. And his friends are recording him laughing at him. And it's like, that's not funny. Because if that was a woman, those pe- those men right in the car, those niggas would have went and beat the nigga up for raping that girl. But because the man got raped, it's ha ha ha, he he he. It's not, oh, let's go and talk to that bitch. Let's go put that bitch in her place. It's ha 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 he he he. That's funny. You got raped. No, that's not funny. That's not cute. That's that. You guys ain't you guys ain't shit. You guys should be cut off. And I'm sorry that happens to men. These things are not talked about because women are the subject of the matter at all costs. Anything that a woman does. It's what well, it's her, what well, it's her. But what about the men? The men that get raped, the men that have mental issues like depression and 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 they struggle to talk about it. Or, you know, men that are just suffering every fucking day. What happened to that? It doesn't get speaked about. No one speaks on it. They don't talk about this shit. It sounds controversial what I'm saying, but it's true. I've seen it. It's not fun. It's a very uh, surreal feeling, and it's it sucks. All I'm saying is, listen. If you guys have anything going on in your life, especially men, where your mental health is in is in question. Don't be afraid to get it checked. Don't be afraid to talk about your trauma, your experience. Don't be afraid. Because I promise you, no one's going to hurt you. 
if you go to the right people, no one's going to hurt you. If you sit there and talk to people about it, no one's going to judge you. If you feel like talking about it's not your thing and you just want to handle it on your own, I have tools. If you guys believe in tarot card readings, I have tools for you guys to get your readings done to where you can get closure on things to where, you know, you can receive the health and the healing that you so rightfully deserve. I get my I got my cards right. And and the reason the part the biggest part of the reason why I was always depressed is because I never got closure off of things that happened. Like any girl that I talked to, I never got closure off of it. Like I know karma is a motherfucker and it does pay people back tenfold for what they've done to me. But I don't satisfy with just karma. I want my closure. I want to know that I got to say it's done. Because if I don't get to say it's done, I don't feel like it's done. I don't feel like that chapter is um, written off and done. I feel like that chapter is open. And that's just what it is. Listen, Juice World probably had some chapters in his life, his demons, that he didn't get closure on. And it's unfortunate that he didn't get to see his life through. And it sucks because it's like, damn... Son would have been 22, 23 years old. He would have been living his best life. He would have had, you know what I'm saying? And it, it sucks. It hurts. It, it's, it's me being a Juice World fan. It sucks. Um, not to mention that Juice World does have like, like he really does lucid dream. Um, believe it or not. Ju- Juice World had like problems where he couldn't sleep because he had night terrors. Um, and if you know what night terrors are, night terrors are pretty much um, where it's like almost like nightmares, but it's not. Everything feels real and you can't move things as well. It's like, it's like pretty much it's lucid dreaming pretty much. But he it would be bad because he would lucid dream a lot. And it's like there's no way like to con- combat that. I feel like Juice Wells should have spoke up about his health. To people that he cared about and like received the help that he should have gotten because he would have been here a, a lot longer if he had gotten that help. And a lot, I know a lot of people are gonna say, well, he was afraid of getting arrested. He wasn't afraid of getting arrested. Juicewell just seriously had a problem. His friend that was on the flight talked about it. They were like, he wasn't afraid to getting, for getting arrested. He wasn't afraid. He was afraid of just living this life every day constantly in paranoia and he needed the drugs to to numb the pain that he was feeling and that's that's the, that's the worst feeling like i don't i don't know i don't know if me hearing that makes it all the world worse or if it's just like damn juice fuck you know like it's a numbing feeling like it's like damn you know it hurts hearing it but it's like damn what are you gonna do now he's dead 
Like there's nothing fixing this and it hurts. That's the, that's the daunting thoughts every time that it's like, there's nothing that's going to fix this. I, I talked a lot about mental, mental health. Please guys, if you have it, please get it checked. It's very serious to get it checked. Um, I've been here for like 44 minutes now. Juice World is already dead. Song came out. Um, guys, I recommend listening it. Build your own reaction. Build your own opinion on it. Um, and if you guys, if you guys ever want to talk about things, I have. Um, or if you guys believe in getting your tarot cards read, I have um, tools for that. And don't be afraid to get, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I encourage spiritual readings. Um, it helps. It helps heal. The person that will be doing it will help you heal, help you become a better person, a better version of yourself, because that's how I feel. I feel better now. Um, but don't let your mental health go to shit. And don't wait till it's too late. Because when it's too late, it's really too late. And there's no coming back from that. And look at, like, Juice, there was no coming back from what happened with Juice. And it, it sucks because he's, like, my second favorite artist. And I'm not going to be able to listen to his music the same. I'm not going to be able to enjoy it the way I would want to enjoy it if he was alive. It sucks. It really does suck. Um... I I just wish that Juice World was a, Juice World was alive and had gotten that help, and I don't know, man. Juice World was suffering, and that song really just showed that he was really suffering that bad, and there's no fixing that. So that sucks and that hurts. But guys, anyways, hit like I said, hit me up on, on my uh, Facebook or my Twitter if you want to get your cards read. Um, if you don't want to talk to a th- talk to a therapist, there is um, uh, tarot card readings. Tarot card readings do help. I I promise you, it's not going to be um, inaccurate. It's going to be very accurate to your life situation right now um, because I get my cards read, and it's it's it pretty much for the most part is always accurate. There's I got one reading that was like it said that I was heartbroken. And I'm like I'm trying to figure it out, but now I figured it out while I was heartbroken, and, and I. And I figured it out, and now that whole reading makes more sense to me. Um, some things that you get in your reading may not come to fruition right away, but it'll eventually happen. Um, but just hit me up if on Twitter, Facebook, if you ever want a card reading um, done. Um, it, I promise you it's not no black magic shit. This is something that will help you because it helped me with my mental issues and my mental problems and my mental breakdowns and my depression and stuff like that, it helped me and it helped me heal to a better person. And if there if there was a bad reading that I gotten, it helped me fix and address the problems and, and that's exactly what I I've been doing and it, it it's working. And I feel like a better person. I just wish Juice World had gotten the same help. I wish any of you guys don't think it's too late because it's not too late. Please get the help. Please, I beg of you, just get the help because 
you never know when your day is your last and you don't know if you're going to regret um, dying or not, you know? So I, I I wish you guys go get the mental help that you so rightfully deserve. And I wish everybody nothing but a fantastic night or day whenever you guys are listening to this. Um, I'm about to go home and get ready for work for tomorrow, but I, I just had to share my opinions on already dead and my depression experiences and people, other people's depression experiences and just go get the help, please, guys. Just just please go get the help because it's definitely needed in everyday life for men to get a mental health check. All right, guys. Take care and have a blessed one.